Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 2, 329 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us as we begin our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. A rather sombre week as we uh, reach the martyrdom of Joseph and Hiram Smith. Uh, we are covering Doctrine and, Doctrine and Covenants section 135 to 136 in the week of November the 22nd to November the 28th. Um, and today we're going to look at the background and context of section 135. Um, I could go on for a good few episodes about the events leading up to this um, tragic event that, take, that took place on June 27th, 1844. Um, and there will be a lot of historical reasons and factors in play here, um, many of them political, um, particularly with uh, Joseph's um, stance on running as president for the United States. Not that he necessarily thought he was going to win, um, but the fact that he, like many independent campaigners in that time, and today, in fact, to be fair, uh, their, their primary goal is not to win, although, of course, that is a, a significant um, bonus if that does happen. Uh, but it's rather to draw attention to their campaign points and the, the issues that they are passionate about. And for Joseph, uh, this was clearly um, the saint's plight, uh, you know, with Missouri and, and other places being driven from those states uh, and being treated as second-class citizens, basically. Um, you know, the, the, the group of Mormons, as they were called then, were seen as a second-class race by many people, um, and they were driven from state to state. Uh, and so Joseph wanted to to draw attention to this and build up uh, awareness of this because many people many people were um, sympathetic sympathetic to their issues and the things that they were having to go through. Other uh, aspects of this political um, part of this um, martyrdom were also his stance on slaves. I mean, slaves at this time were not really a discussion point in the in the current presidential campaign because um it wasn't seen as an issue for some people you know they just people had slaves in some states and some didn't and that was that was that but joseph was uh, an advocate for abolition uh, the abolition of slavery uh, and so uh, that was something else which was a particularly um touchy point for some other people uh, who heard this then, of course, there was um, just the whole historical uh, situation with the leadership of the church and the fact that a number of the people in the mob who would ultimately um, seal the fate of the prophet um, were were apostates, were people who were part of the church and then had left the church because of their, um, well, for a variety of factors. I mean, for, for the least... Um, our possibility disagreements with the prophets and in the worst case scenario in 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 their own sinfulness and adultery and um and, and in dishonesty and just all sorts of things um that was that were taking place with some individuals at this time um william law uh, who was a member of the first presidency had apostatized by this point and was instrumental uh, in calculating and and carrying out uh, the, this action uh, and so there was um, a lot of kind of factors that brought this into play. But I want us to go back uh, to the the morning, uh, well, or at least the, the moments that Joseph leaves Nauvoo. Now, of course, um, he had been imprisoned and 
um, taken captive a number of times. And so to think that this this particular time would be any different um, was, you know, on, was not necessarily um, what was in, in, envisioned. But there was uh, some uncertainty because they knew that they were going to a place and they knew that they were going to be kept under supposed care by someone who wasn't particularly trustful, uh, Governor Ford, uh, as we know in the record. Uh, and so there is a sense that Joseph knows that this is this is it, um, that when he goes to Carthage, he won't be returning. Um, and unfortunately, um, Emma, Emma Smith, uh, when Joseph says his goodbyes uh, to his family, um, she believes fully that he, he must come back. He needs to come back. And he asks, she asks him, as he is leaving, you are coming back or, or something to that effect. And Joseph doesn't respond. Um, and this, of course, um, causes great distress. Um, it says in the Saints book in the chapter, A Lamb to the Slaughter, volume one, chapter 44. Um, quote, early the next morning, Joseph, Emma and their children stepped out of the house. He kissed each of them. You're coming back, Emma said through tears. Joseph mounted his horse and set off with Hiram and the other men for Carthage. I am like a lamb to the slaughter, he told them, but I am calm as a summer's morning. I have a conscience void of offence towards God and towards all men. The riders climbed the hill to the temple as the, as the sun rose, casting golden light over the building's unfinished walls. Joseph stopped his horse and looked out over the city. This is the loveliest place and the best people under the heavens, he said. Little do they know the trials that await them. Close quote. I mean, I, I find it remarkable. Like Joseph knew, <laughs> he knew that this was going to be the end. Um, and I don't know whether it's because he knew of, of the greater heightened dangers that awaited him, or if he had been told that he was going for, for his rest now. Um, and that that is heartbreaking <laughs> to know that you're leaving this wonderful people who have followed you so far and not because they believe in you, but because they believe in the saviour of mankind who you've pointed them towards to. Um, and, you know, just the, the the joy he will have felt of bringing these individuals to Christ, to, to taste of his gospel. Um, and now he was going to be leaving them. And perhaps he foresaw and sensed the, the trials that would await, the arduous trek west, uh, the thousands of lives that would be lost. Um but also the great blessings that would come. And in fact, you know, the um, the day that would come when this church would indeed fill the whole earth, as he prophesied when it was just a handful of brethren in, in one small room. Um, in terms of the martyrdom itself, we, we have a number of witnesses. Um, obviously, John Taylor and uh, uh, Willard Richards, um, who lived through it, um, barely in the, in the case of John Taylor, were it not for his pocket watch that's, that stopped that bullet in his chest, he may not have lived to tell to tell of what happened. Um, but the we we have the the account of how there was a very somber attitude and very um, serious um, atmosphere uh, in the room, uh, particularly on the day of June twenty seventh, and how they had studied the scriptures together, how Hiram had read in ether, um, how. John Taylor had sung them the hymn, A Poor Wayfaring Man of Grief. Seemingly, 
not obviously some of the brethren in the room not aware of the fate that would soon come but perhaps joseph knowing uh, and then of course around 5 p.m the the gun the gunshots that happen outside the uh, the trampling up the stairs and uh, the gunshots fired into the room um it's um it's a it's a scene that as members of the church we are well aware of we've probably seen in, in a number of films we've uh, reenacted we've read it a number of times um but it's uh, a situation nonetheless that is it is heartbreaking all the same uh and in terms of the saints when they had heard of the martyrdom um and that news came to them in revelations in context remembering the martyrdom chapter um it was something which they they felt needed to be recorded and so what they did uh, interestingly the doctrine and covenants um the 1844 um, publicated version uh, was due uh, to be publicated in mid-July of 1844. There was a new edition being brought out. Um, It says in in Revelations and Context, quote, the publication was only slightly delayed by the unrest preceding and following the events at Carthage Jail. Soon after the martyrdom, the decision was made to go ahead with the printing, but to add a final section to close the book with a statement regarding the deaths. The statement was likely written in July or August as the volume was published and in use by September. This statement, titled Martyrdom of Joseph Smith and Hiram Smith, has now been canonised as Doctrine and Covenants 135. Since at least the early 20th century, commentators and church leaders had assumed that the statement was written by John Taylor, an apostle and the head of the printing office. The section was never attributed to Taylor during his lifetime, however, and it may have been, may have been the work of Taylor, Richards, Phelps, or another regular contributor in the Narvu printing office. Uh, regardless of the authorship, the statement drew heavily on the eyewitnesses' testimonies of Taylor and Richards and quoted from earlier newspaper editorials and notices published by the church that they had helped write. Close quote. And indeed, uh, I remember reading in my uh, set of scriptures uh, that it was written uh, by John Taylor um, but in the the new version uh, which you can obviously see in your gospel library app uh, it doesn't uh, actually attribute it to an, any any individual in particular um, and so whilst we don't know who specifically wrote this as mentioned John Taylor Willard Richards's uh, eyewitness accounts uh, are drawn heavily heavily from this section and as we go into the section tomorrow, it is with some um, sadness because, of course, it is the first section which was not either spoken by or written by or approved by the prophet. And it's from this point that we have uh, that, that we lose uh, his his own voice. Of course, the voice of the Lord will continue uh, through the rest of our study for the rest of the year. Um, but um, it is with those eyes that we now move forward into this section. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please join us tomorrow as we uh, dive into the section 135 itself and draw upon further uh, the accounts of the martyrdom of the prophet Joseph and Hiram, his brother, the patriarch of the church. Uh, And please do share this podcast. Thank you very much for joining us for this daily bite-sized episode. And until we meet again.